Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the Talk of Texas podcast. My name is Daniel. I'm Half Hope. We do the podcast every Tuesday. Remember to follow us on the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. All the links are in the description. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow. If you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe. It's free. Leave us a five-star review, and we will read it on the show. We're on Patreon, so remember to check that out. Um, You'll get your extra sometime soon. I don't know what it's going to be about this week. Yeah, where can people find you online, on the internet? Why do you always come to me the moment I take a bite? It's literally like the worst timing. Like literally, you go to me the moment I my teeth made connection with the bread. <laughs> Half of footballhop.com. That's where you can find me. <laughs> I don't know why you eat while you do the podcast. I just don't understand. Oh, no, because it. it just helps my brain function better. So got you. All right, I'm at Daniel to look. Shout out to Carl at the Athletic. Mm. Keep an eye out. Yeah, there's no obvious place to start this week. It's an FA Cup. So, you know what? Let's let's start with questions, and let's see where the questions lead us. Do you feel good about that? Yes, you know, do, do right. something, a, a new tact. Yeah, so this first question. Because we have to talk about Hazard. I don't know whether, did, did someone send a Hazard question about his injury? Yes, someone did okay. talk about Hazard. Okay. Can HH start calling Daniel DT from now on? What? People do call me DT every once in a while, like in regular life, if they know me. Mm. But in the kind of internet football space, I feel like DT's kind of taken by Arsenal fan oh, TV yeah. DT. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it doesn't quite make sense. So no. My mama so, named me Daniel. You can call me Danny. And you still don't like Danny T? It's just the, it's the Danny part. I, I've never liked being called Danny. No, do you know, what, do you, do you know it's, why? It's, it's because not, it feels It's not just fake. Danny. It's no. Danny T. It's like a whole thing because it just flows <laughs> better because Daniel T sounds and then it just sounds too... Look, this isn't like, oh, you know, Daniel, this we are here talking about. No, it's freaking football. It's guys trying to get the points of the freaking fishnet. I don't like Dan. I don't like Danny. I just don't like the sound of it. I don't know. Danny it's, T, it's, it's not like just childish. Danny. Danny T. I can't get over it, but it is what it is. And what happened to the Chelsea football manager thing? There is enough time to get it done, but we're two different people trying to do different things in the time that we have. So mm. Half Hope does a lot of live streams and does a lot of stuff. I'm doing my own thing. So... 
linking up is is difficult to do an extra thing on top of what we're already doing. But we haven't forgot about it. So and and, and also there is no Champions League or Europa for this week and next week. So yeah, yeah, it's international break. You'll see us. You'll see us. And the the, the conceit is gone. Because we started it, like, can we do this better than Lampard? But Chelsea decided there's no point in even thinking about that question. Let's get rid of him. Let's bring in Tuchel. Now, can we manage Chelsea better than Thomas Tuchel, who Mm. hasn't lost in, like, weeks? I don't know about that. So that's just the first question. That's just just some housekeeping, I suppose. Um, Matt the Barca boy, will we see a Hazard redemption at the Euros? He's going to have surgery. It's going to be very unlikely. After the surgery, he's going to be have the match fitness and sharpness needed to be part of that squad. Now, you could just take him because he's hazard and you know the ability that he has, but it's a massive risk. And if it was me and there's somebody else who could perhaps take his place that could do something, because this is it's psychological as well. Okay, let's say surgery is successful, it's all good. Hazard doesn't have the same kind of mentality that Ronaldo had in O2. Ronaldo was like, boom, I'm a man here on a mission. Hazard man, I think the injury has just completely ripped his mentality apart, bro. So, super, 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 super unlucky, brother. If I were the manager of Belgium, I think Roberto Martinez still, I don't know if I'd take him because it could be just kind of more trouble than what it's worth. And if you're thinking about the World Cup to come, perhaps giving him a summer off rather than putting another competition in his lap would be better. Because what happens if he gets injured in this competition? Because Real Madrid is obviously going to play him next season. So maybe it would be better if he had just don't play any football, get fo- get as fit as you can, and then start next season with a with a new slate. Giving him another competition and then whatever that will do to his Real Madrid preparation for the 2021-2022 season ahead of the World Cup, mm. I think that could be quite dangerous. So just pragmatically... I don't know if I'd take him based on that risk. That doesn't even take into account the fact that you don't deserve to be in the team. Mm. You've scored one goal in a year, two goals in a year. Why are you coming other than the fact that your name is Eden Hazard? Like, you wouldn't be. You're, like, no. So, so one, he's taking a spot from somebody who's pro- obviously playing better, who's in better shape, who's in better fitness. So I just think it would be wise to just let him have this summer off. Get back to as, as good as you can be looking to where you're, you know, 31. And then we can talk about 2022 when we get there. But I think they'll probably take him just because of who he is. He's the nation's captain. No, I'm, I'm, I mean, like, they are, I mean, if the surgery is successful and he is sort of fit, much fit, you know, I, I really don't know. This it's definitely is oh, the sorry. same as let's say this isn't the same as let's say <clears throat> Neymar, Messi, yeah. Cristiano. Where like even if they are half fit, you you have to, you still have to take it. It's based on what they mean and on what what they've done. For Hazard, I don't think he's ends that kind of reputation to have that. So look, if Martinez, let's say he's he's fit and so forth, and Martinez doesn't take him, that'd be a big call. But then as big as a call it is, you don't understand. Yeah. You know, so, so it wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, you wouldn't, you're like, because it's a situation where even if he's fully fit, I don't think Hazard will make that much of an impact because I think Hazard himself, he knows that, yeah, I think I'm pretty much done. And 
one of Hazard's biggest weaknesses is that he's not very strong mentally. Like he doesn't have that kind of alpha edge kind of yeah. character to himself. So this these injuries, injury after injury after injury, and you just hear about you look at the the, the details of the injury and so forth, and it's such a rare kind of injury. Uh, it's like bro, come on, man. If we're honest, Belgium would like Hazard, but I don't think they need him. They need Hazard. You have it, Lukaku, you have Carrasco, you have De Bruyne, you have Mertens. They need like, Hazard. They have enough attacking talent, I think. Even his brother, like there's enough there Mm-mm. to where you can to where you can have a deep run. I don't think what, Belgium no, 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 are no, no, favorites no. to win the competition, even if Eden Hazard was. But fully it depends fit, what you so. want, though. Like, do Belgium want a deep run, or do they want to win it? Belgium have a team good enough to win it, hundred percent. They have a team good enough to win it. So if they want to win it, Hazard, we say Hazard at his best can make them win it. Without Hazard, they can do a deep run. Without Hazard, they can't win it. No. But th- you're thinking of like Eden Hazard circa 2018, like that World Cup version of Hazard, and then what we saw with Chelsea the next season. Of course, he could win you a Euros. Mm. But the one that we saw at Madrid, even before this last major injury, mm. he's not doing anything. Oh, no, no. Hence why I said the reality is Belgium are not winning this Euros. They're not in the conversation of winning it. That's why I wouldn't risk so, it. That's why I'd just save him and just yeah. kind of maybe bank that in a, in a year, if everything goes well, that Eden Hazard could help Belgium in its like last throw to win an international competition with all of the players that they have at their at their peak. To or be honest... In, in, the, in their last, like, prime, you know? To, no, to, to be honest, I think Belgium's time was at 2018. Because if they had beaten France, oh, they, they beat Croatia in the Maybe final. Maybe Croatia, yeah. So, I think... Because they didn't, because they didn't do it in 2018, I just think that they've they've, they've missed their they've missed their boats. Because by 2022, you know, like yes, Lukaku is there and so forth, but Mertens will now be a lot older now because he's already deep in his, in his 30s. The Bruyne is already approaching that kind of. Did you watch area the now. game on the weekend though? Uh, Napoli against Roma. He oh, had no, a no. good he had a good free kick. There was a great team goal that they had. I was watching Lyon PSG. And Napoli Roma, they came on at the same time, hmm. so I'd missed the Spurs game because Spurs Villa was they had there was like three games on four games really because mm-hmm. I think Barca was playing Sociedad as well, so you had I had to pick which two I can't watch three games at once so I had okay. to pick the two <laughs> so I could have I could have tried I could have gone TV you, laptop iPad uh, no, 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 <laughs> but no, I was like no, no that's just too much you you can't watch three three that, that's, that's impossible <laughs> no no one can do that even two two for me is kind of hard because oh, I get two I get, is very hard. Because I get stuck. I was watching PSG Lyon. Like, that was my game. I was like, Lyon can maybe do something. <laughs> but then in the background, I was like, oh, Merton's free kick. And then, like, oh, I missed what happened. It's, 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 which is why when we get to the champs of the talk, that is why it's going to be very difficult when you look at uh, the, the games they have at the same time. It's like, bro, that's, like, it's messed up. What were you saying? Mertens is old. De Bruyne is... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, look, I, I just think that they, they've they missed their boats, you know. Um, their they've time was 2018. Something. Well, they, they don't have to. I guess that's going a bit too far. I don't, know, I don't think they will. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they will. The, I don't think the, they will. The team that they had, they should have won something. Maybe 2016 Euros was too soon. 2018 World Cup, okay. But it's the idea... Like, they... Here's here's what it is. They had to win something with company, mm. and they didn't. They had company, Alderweireld and Vertonghen. That th- those three center backs, they could have come up with a system 
around those three with Courtois behind. They never had the wingbacks or the fullbacks to get anything done, I don't think. You know, they were playing Lukaku's brother. Um, I don't know if Mounier was out there yet. I don't think so. But, uh, yeah, the midfield of, you know, uh, Dembele, Witzel. Like, they had a good team. Mm. It's just, I guess they were too young compared to, you know, France or Portugal or whatever it was. So, (sighs) but you just look at the team. I'm just like, they had, they should have won something. But maybe you're right. Um, also, the coach that they gave it to, what was that guy's name? Vilmots? Wilmots? Oh, yeah, Vilmots, yeah. Who? Who is this? He went to, I know he went to Ivory Coast, struggled there, then left or something like that, so. No, no, but, but I think he was like, he, he, he had like a lot of caps for Belgians, like a Belgian legend. Put it stuff, this way, so. if you put like Fernando Santos in that Belgium team, I bet you they win something. If you just mm. put like a good man, like a top manager in that team, and then and then they went from an attacking man, an, an attack minded manager to an even more attack minded manager in Roberto Martinez, they didn't do like you know offense, defense. Yeah, they, did, they should have done that. That's why I'm thinking about Santos. Like that would have been better just to bring solidity to the team. But they didn't go that way. They went with like you know Swansea, Wigan, uh, Everton. That type of attacking football you didn't need that you needed somebody to make it solid and let the attacking players do what they did or do what they do anyway um keeping with the international theme fbpe is just white people's hotep at jacks 365 what (laughs) i don't know (laughs) but that's his that's his twitter name so wenger the fifa president advisor wants to change the footballing calendar now we need to take a moment because i think this is going to be a lot to think about he wants to start the season in March and end it in November. World Cup will be played in November too and played every two years. Do you think European football will accept this? So right now the season starts in August and ends in May generally or June-ish. He wants to change it to have the break that we normally associate with the summer he wants to make that the winter. So we start in March and end in November. And then November, December, January, February, those are the those are the months off instead of May, June, July. And then in those winter months, that's when you play World Cup, Euros, AFCON, Copa America, etc. Stupid. Et stupid. I'm not I, against it. I'm I'll just against the idea that you play the World Cup every two years. I don't think you should change the calendar. Oh no, that no, much. Oh, oh, oh! First of all, that's that's again is I'm fully against because I like every four because it increases dot. But I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll tell you why. Because first of all, think of the consumer, the audience, the 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 fan. Yeah. When do you normally go on holiday? Summertime. The summertime. But the summertime so, isn't the summertime everywhere. So, like, in Europe, the summertime is... June, know, July, August. But if you're in Southern Hemisphere, it's different. So, but, I guess but, as, as the FIFA advisor, he has to think about the whole planet, right? Not just Europe. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, yeah, great, great, great. But let's, let's, let's keep it real. <laughs> M- most most of the world are in the Man northern hemisphere. Man just disrespected the whole Southern Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. no. Most, most of the world are in the Northern Hemisphere. And most of the world 
Javier Soma. Is that true? Are, you, are we sure about that? I, okay, yeah, you're right. Most, yeah, look, yeah, like, right, right. I, I, I don't need to check. This is a fact. So most of the world who are football fans and watch football football are in the Northern Hemisphere, have the summer in June, July, August. Sorry, so, sorry to all our Australian listeners. Yeah, man. So, Big so, up, Eddie. Yeah. Apologies, bro. I'm free the Aborigines. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> So, so the so 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 the thing is, when you now look at November, December, January, and so forth, what the heck are guys supposed to to do? It's winter, so during the winter times and everything, there's literally nothing to do because there's no football, there's no football season. So the whole point of the summer <laughs> tournament is it's played when the weather you would say is at its best, because what's because what's it called? Um, August is when you really get the peak of the summer in most of these countries. Yeah. Um, so June, July, generally Northern Hemisphere is when, aha, when we're like really entering the summer. So if you're not going to change that to it's raining, it's cold, it's windy. So you may even have some situations where like guys are actually playing in the freaking snow. It just ruins the, the idea of, of the tournament. So what? You're, you're going to do the opening ceremony wearing raincoats, and four quarters. And st- I mean, come on, bro. No, it's like see, see, Venga is a really uh, smart well, man and so forth, but nah, bro. That's Pause. a poor idea. You can pick where you want the World Cup to be, so you don't have to have it in a place that's snowing if you don't want to. Like, we're not picking Iceland to host the World Cup, even though they could host it if they wanted. You could pick Argentina. You could pick Brazil. You could pick, I don't know, South Africa. You could pick Australia. You could pick. Indonesia, Philippines, you could pick any number of countries. Like, So let's not be Eurocentric in our way of looking like, yo, if, if you have it in November, there has to be snow. Like, no. Like, I, I think about this sometimes when I think about Christmas mm. and how some people's idea of Christmas is like, oh, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. <laughs> like for some people, like their Christmas is going to the beach and sunshine and having like December 25th is not some cold arctic or antarctic Mm. landscape like no like some places there's good weather in december it's just that you live in a place on the planet when it's december so you the the fifa can pick wherever they want this thing to be basically um so 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 are you so are you for a november world cup then you 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 would be for a World Cup in november it depends it depends where on the planet it is if they pick qatar which they have Make sure it's in the winter there. That way, players aren't playing in 120 degrees where you could fry an egg on the sidewalk. Like, that's stupid. Or I'm not sure what the Celsius number would be, like 40 degrees Celsius or whatever it is. Like, that's that's insane. Um, but if you pick, I think 2026 is going to be North America. So Mexico, mm-hmm. Canada, um, United States. Make sure, make sure that the calendars for the summer, like... I think you can tailor each calendar depending on where you choose the tournament is going to be held. Um, so I don't think that's too, especially if you give them four years. That's why my biggest critique for Wenger is don't make a World Cup every two, every two years. Because part of the the beauty of it is they don't happen often. Like, this is Messi's last chance. This is this player's last chance. Like... That's a benefit, I think, to the tournament. If you know it's gonna like, do you remember when there was a Copa America every year? Mm. It 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 lessened or watered down 
what the Copa America was, at least in my opinion. Because it says, yeah. oh, you have won 2016, 17, 18, or whatever, yeah. whatever the, the Better luck was. next year. Better luck next year. <laughs> I don't like that idea. Like, that's a club football kind of thing where the, there's always next year. The Champions League is always there. The Premier League, you can always spend your money and do, do what it is. I think it's cool. Just kind of like what we were talking about with Belgium, where people put the Euros on a pedestal. So European teams already get two chances every two uh, a chance every two years to win a major competition the way that we see it because the euros are the euros because again there's that eurocentrism that the euros are the hardest international comp- international competition to win that's how people view it i don't know if i necessarily agree with that i would say the copa america is probably a little bit harder given the number of qual- quality teams uh in south america but if you're portugal if you're france if you're germany you do get kind of a shot every two years to win something big for your country. I don't know why we would want World Cup 2022, World Cup 2024, World Cup 2026, World Cup 2028. Nah, there needs to be a gap. I like the idea of, you know how we talk about World Cup cycles? About like every four years, something new happens in the sport. Mm. And maybe in 2010, there was some, like Tiki Taka was a thing. And then by the time we get to 2014, we see the advent of what German German football is up to. And that has bled into the kind of next eight years, I would say, almost, of just like Geigen pressing high-intensity football that maybe didn't... It maybe it existed in some spaces um, before the Germans really took hold. But it's not as common as it is now. I think I like that to where there's, you know, kind of four-year blocks and you can kind of track the lineage or just the trajectory of how the sport is being played. If it's every two years, it's there's not enough time for new things to be kind of traced. That's my bigger issue. If you want to change the calendar, fine, but don't change it so you can do nonsense. The four the four year thing, I think, as you said again, is very key because it shows four years is a long time in football, yeah. which is why there's only been. I think twice that a team has defended their World Cup, which is, I think, Italy back in the 30s, mm-hmm. and Brazil, 58 and 62. Because four years is such a long time between World Cups and so forth. So every time there's a World Cup edition, it's like, aha, this is a new stage. And also, the whole thing of less is is more. You savor it more. Absence for makes so the long. heart go fonder. Right? Yeah. So whenever it says, like, ah, this is special, and therefore you, it's it's the importance of making sure you get it right is boom because if you mess up you have to now wait another four years before you can get back here again so i feel like that's just one it's a money grab from fifa because they understand the the marketing and the branding of the world cup it's the biggest sporting competition in the world single sporting competition the olympics is a bunch of sports put together so it's obviously the biggest but and every country can come but just single sporting competition it's the world cup so they would want Coca-Cola to sponsor them or McDonald's or Visa or Nike or whoever it is. Come every two years with the bag instead of every four years. <laughs> like I'm, I'm sure that's what they're thinking. So, you know, Winger, I don't know what you're up to, man, with your little offside rules. and. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I mean, his offside suggestion wasn't bad, but, but, but this one now, nah, man, this one is, is, is class B, man. Yeah, this one's class B. <laughs> um, all right, Damian Perez says, do you think it's a good thing? Or bad thing, the international break happened for Barca. We've been on a hot form and just destroyed Sociedad, and now we get a two-week break to rest up. So again, I was watching Serie A and Liga, but I was seeing, you know, 
on the timeline whenever I checked. Another goal, another goal. Death scored, Dembele scored, this player scored, that player scored. So 6 1. 6 1. Coma's playing 3 5 2 or 3 4 3, I think. I'm seeing people who are Barca fans being like, yo, this is the best formation ever. <laughs> um, he's getting the best. It's protecting the trash defenders that, that we've spoken about before. It's allowing Des to kind of get forward. Messi is obviously Messi pulling strings as normal. So, um, yeah, but I didn't watch the game, nor did I watch highlights. So I'll maybe let Half Hope take over on that one. Like, is this a bad time for, for Barcelona to get an international break? I don't think so, no. I think that they've just, they've, it takes time. You know, new manager comes in, new ideas and so forth. It's going to take time. I think they've just finally understood what's common wants. And common has understood where to place guys, how to position guys, and how to put guys where they can be most maximized. I, okay, this is how I can use, this is how I should use Messi. This is how I should use Griezmann. This is how I should use Usman Dembele. And so forth. So, even if the break happens, I think they will come back and just slot into, aha, this is what Coman wants for us. Because how they are set up isn't how they were set up in the first game of the season or the fifth game of the season or the tenth game of the season. So they've just, he, it's, it has taken him time to figure out, okay, what's, how best do I um, um, use these, these guys, which is not what that clown sentence Tiano was doing. He was just like, oh, let me just, you know, bring back the, the pep thing that he didn't get realized and colonized and fallopian tubed 8-2. So, um, yeah, they'll be fine. But I don't think the, the, the break has, has come to early for them. They'll be all right. They'll be all right. Did you see that um, related to Barca that earlier today Fabrizio Romano claimed that Neymar is signing an extension with PSG? which puts the kind of he's returning to Barcelona rumors back wherever they came from. And I think that Eric Abidal had an interview that was like, if Barcelona hadn't have signed Griezmann, or this is like a rough understanding, that if Barca hadn't signed Griezmann, or just like his contract or wages was just too big, hmm. that that would have opened the door for Neymar last summer. But Griezmann's contract was just too much or too big so there wasn't a way a way back but yeah according to you know the italian journalists neymar is going to extend at psg is that something you wanted to see yes because i think um the 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 perfect scenario is if you have um the best players spread 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 around the worst Ooh. thing is if you have all the best players just all in one team or all in three teams. You see, that's the I would like of all a, the best players in one league, if that makes sense. And I guess that's the Champions League in, in some way. Yeah, that's it. That's the Champions but, League. But like, there was something maybe like, and obviously this was kind of slightly before my time because by the time we hit 2000, I was nine years old. So I didn't really get to experience like 90s Serie A in the way that it's spoken about. But the amount of just world-class talented players that were in Serie A between like 1985 through 2005, let's say, that's an incredible place to play your football, I think. Not that the other leagues didn't have incredible talent as well, but there's something about having like the Ronaldos of the world or Seydorfs and Pirlos and all those the Buffons and all just all those types of players that were there. Shevchenko, like the the way, like a, a clear league where this the best players are in this league, 
and this is where you go if you want to prove yourself. I don't know if that necessarily exists right now. Like, would you would you say there's one league where the best players are there? Nope. There is. I don't think so. Like, there's it's spread out, and maybe the, as you're saying, that's a good thing. And you can the the Champions League is your way to get this league and that league and this and this player and that player together. But just thinking about it, I would love like '90s Serie A to be kind of the template. Like, yo, if you want to prove yourself, go to Milan, go to Inter, go to Juventus, go to Roma, Napoli, Parma, whatever it was. So, Neymar staying at PSG, it's it only means anything if they win a Champions League. Let's let's talk about Champions League. So, PSG drew Bayern Munich. Soft game, man. <laughs> but no, bro, like I can't I can't call it, man. Neymar has to be fit for this game number one or these series of games, and this is why you're here. So you're renewing your contract. I don't know. Maybe you love Paris. Maybe you like, you know, the the team, the vibe, you know, whatever it is. Obviously, it's not official, but, you know, we'll just go with Fabrizio for right now. Um, it's all contingent on you getting this chip. If you don't get the Champions League, then why are you here? To learn a new language? Try France is, Chocolat? Paris like... is fine. Paris is all right. Paris is all right, man. Paris is all right. Pan au chocolat? Is, is that what you want? Pan au chocolat. You have no idea how this is going to go? Without Neymar, Bayern win. Easy. With Neymar, we've got a very, very good game on our hands. Um, Bayern will still have the edge. The defending champions are still playing very well. But I just think that PSG will be thinking about our final. You know, we saw that image of Neymar. Yeah. It, wasn't that our avatar on our WhatsApp group? I think so. Yeah, of, yeah, that's you. That you put up of Neymar crying. So, <laughs> which, 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 which is a, just a very sick. I was like, man, this is a bit like morbid. Why, why would you want to do this? It was so, funny. Yeah, I mean, damn, that's, it's pretty depressing. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> so my thing is, yeah, he's gonna be like um, super motivated to to try to say what's up, and they will remember how they felt at that final. Because you ask any player. After they lose like a final, what do you want most? I wouldn't face this team again right now. Revenge. Yeah, revenge, revenge. And revenge is a very powerful, powerful tool in sports. Very powerful. Very powerful. Like, that is why Holland was so... Holland did what they did to Spain at that 2014 World Cup opener. Because they're like, man, let's get ourselves at these guys again, man. Because we know we, we, know we, we should beat them. And they... Should have beaten them. They they know they should have beaten them. So, yeah. Um, I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's well, just how do you call it? I don't think you can. Um, not until let's let's see what the lineups are because there's no guarantee Neymar plays. Is there for sure? So <laughs> let's just kind of hold our horses on that one. Um, the winner of that game plays the winner of Dortmund City, and Dortmund, City. Yeah. So, City. I don't know why I said City like that. Dortmund and City. Um, I like that matchup. I think it's, obviously it favors Manchester City, but I don't think it's going to be too, too easy for them. And let's see how good that defense is. You know, we've they've been going against uh, kind of Premier League attacks and people have Daniel, been saying, oh, man, Daniel, let's get it real. This is the most one-sided attack. Dortmund are not doing it. That's def- the attack will maybe say a few things. That defense is going to get Lara Croft. Suppose- we, we know this. 
I'm curious. Okay, I'm curious to see what Haaland can do against you know the Stones, Diaz, Walker system or setup. I mean, you, 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 you get a G here and there, but it won't be enough to win the the, the, the title. Oh no, 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 no! Like so. C- C- City are in the semifinal. Let's just mm. we, we we can we can say that. Um, but I want to see what it looks like because people are telling me Haaland is this, Haaland is that. All right, let's see, let's see. Um, the, you, you can score all the goals against Club Bruges you want to, but now you're up against a team who people are telling me is one of the best defensive teams that we've seen in the past four or five years. All right, let's see. Prove yourself. Um, on the other side, we have Chelsea against Porto. I saw your reactions. You seemed quite happy, and then you realized I'm a jinx. So let me be not as happy. I was never, I was never happy to begin with. I was just, oh, please. Whenever Have Hope makes, ah, whenever he does anything like that, he's happy. So that's that's (laughs) like, I do not co-sign the statement said by my (laughs) co-host. Um, I mean, the 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 reaction is on the Have Hope football hut. Go on YouTube, subscribe. You know, um. Have you seen what Porto are saying? Yeah. <laughs> what, what they're, they're, they're talking with a bit of with a bass in their voice. I mean, I guess if, if you knock out Juventus with 10 men, I understand how you can feel like, bring us anybody. No, 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 no. no but, so, but from Porto's point of view, Chelsea were the next best thing to face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, may, may, I think Dortmund were like the team you'd want. 100%. Like, you see, if, if Porto were given Dortmund, they beat Dortmund, I believe. Good game. Chelsea are the Chelsea were seventh on the list. Maybe Liverpool in the state that they're in, but I think Liverpool are a dangerous wounded animal. Mm. So I don't think you'd want to play them. No, so no, no, I no, can no. understand we just beat Juventus. So Chelsea, it's not even in their mind, and perhaps they're right. I think Chelsea should advance though. But you would you would have said the same about Juve. So Porto played very well, especially that last leg it's in the extra time especially i was like there's no way they're gonna survive these 30 minutes <laughs> there's no way <laughs> and then they scored a free kick and then i think uh was it rabio scored immediately and i was like ah it's over but no they held on so you underestimate them at your peril i suppose and the last matchup liverpool and madrid now this is interesting now is this more of a 50 50 to you yes. than psg bayern I believe this is because for I, me it seems that way. Yeah, this is more fifty-fifty. I still feel Bayern PSG feels like fifty-one forty-nine or fifty-two forty-eight. This yeah. feels fifty-fifty for me because it's like because it's so it's so funny. What's it called? I think yeah. I was watching ESPN FC. And I was <laughs> you watching, watch that show a lot, man. bro. I, I love it. Like, basically, ESPN FC. I think is I've decided it is the best football show. It's not perfect, but it is the best football show because I think. It's similar to the kind of vibe I like because I just find the BT Sports guy a bit too boring. Yeah. And also, like, Ali Moreno is great. I, I, and he's, like, my favorite out of all of them. And he said that... Because um, he, he basically put it the best way. Because Liverpool will be like, Real Madrid? Okay. Real Liverpool? Okay, because you respect each other, but you can see flaws in each other. Mm. So you respect it's Real Madrid is Real Madrid. You know, you know what it's about. But there's no Cristiano. These guys are much older than they they once were, and they're very heavily reliant on Benzema. For Real Madrid, we know Liverpool are Liverpool. We know that this core have won this trophy be, before, but no Matip, no Van Dijk, no um, Gomez, makeshift makeshift defense, and they've been struggling a lot in in, in the league. And they'll say, "No, well, we feel that we have more firepower and more quality than Red Bull Leipzig." Mm. 
So, yeah, man, it's 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 it makes us great. It makes us. It's, it's I a, think all the matchups are good. Like, you have a form. You have two formal finals. Mm-hmm. So there's that element there. Then you have like the Mourinho or Andre vs. Boas Derby, whichever way you want to go. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Chelsea v. Porto. And then City and Dortmund City. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> I saw a lot of people like, man, how come City always get easy draws, man? How come? How come? <laughs> but like, like they're going to have to play the winner, if they win, obviously, of PSG and Bayern Munich. So it's not as it's easy maybe for the quarters, but that semifinal is not going to be easy whoever they get. So um Chelsea I think would have the, they would feel the best about their overall path, I think. Cuz you avoid City, Bayern and PSG until the final. But what you know my theory is I feel that this is a setup. How so? I, I just feel it's a set. It's a Chelsea walking into a trap. Oh, like Porto is the trap. Mm. Yeah, you should feel that way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Chelsea trap. fans, like I could, there should be slight trepidation. I don't. But, no, but, but then when you now look at what's people like forward Eddie and people are saying, they are, these guys are already popping the the bottles. Oh, already. semi semi final. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm I'm hearing final. Uh, I mean, look. If you if you think back to what 2012, they beat who they beat. They beat Napoli in the round of 16. Mm-hmm. Then that quarterfinal was Benfica, and people were kind of like, "Nah, like it's a cakewalk. We're gonna we're gonna beat Benfica easy." And then you get like I guess one of the favorites in Barcelona in the semi. That, I guess that could happen again if Madrid beat Liverpool, I'd say, or whoever wins that that quarterfinal. Um, but yeah, people do look at the quarterfinals like. Nah, that team's easy. We're going to beat them. I wouldn't be so confident. If I had to make you pick a winner right now, based on form and based on the draw that they have, who would you pick out of the eight teams? A winner? Yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're at that stage where, like, the, 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 the round of 16, I would say, is the last round where they're, like, clear, this team's going to win against that team. Now, obviously, there'll be an upset here or there, mm. like Porto Juve. But that's the last round where you can definitely say, "I know this team." Once we reach the final, it gets eight, real. This this is you where, can't this is where it gets real. This is where it gets so real. It's gets this, real for, for me, this is now where it becomes fun because we can't know. So if you look at the the route each team would have to reach the final and who they might play, who would you say are your favorites based on how the season has gone? It's, I would say Manchester City. This this could be Man City's bro, because I trust you to beat Dortmund, and then whoever you get from the one that you have to play, that's your toughest test probably. Mm-hmm. And if you beat them, whoever's on the other side, you'd feel comfortable playing. But then, what do you think about this notion that Real Madrid don't lose finals? So if Real Madrid manages to make it to a final. There is the Zidane Juju element that I and also what's it called? Um, Ramos, yeah. Cavajal, Casemiro, Modric, Cruz, Benzema. They've been here before four four times, <laughs> and they've been victorious four times. It's true, so, um, but but obviously they had Cristiano, but still, just the fact of like, hey, Mano, we know how to do this. Yeah, and in 2018 they did it without the help of Cristiano in that but final. So the the fact that it's so 50-50 between Liverpool 
and then whoever wins Chelsea or Porto, I, I'm I'm gonna say Chelsea. If Chelsea play Madrid, I feel like that's another. It's not quite fifty fifty, but it's it's another close one. With City, I trust you're gonna beat Dortmund, and then if you just get past whoever the next one is, Pep against Bayern would be pretty interesting considering mm-hmm. that history. Um, or you would have like an, another money derby at PSG <laughs> and Man City. <laughs> Who spent their way to win the thing fast? <laughs> Actually, it was Chelsea. But uh, yeah, I, I I think Man City would be my favorites right now. But that's subject to to change, especially you know if Hallam is who y'all say he is, ends up scoring a hat trick or something. Um, nah, nah, Dortmund ain't doing shit. So what else is what's what's okay? We have no, no, like, no but, but, but also the Liverpool narrative, man. Yeah. What if Liverpool don't get top four, and then they end up just winning this this thing, which is similar to what Chelsea it, did in twenty twelve? Yeah, I was just about to say that Chelsea did that in twenty twelve, where they got top four. <laughs> <laughs> when the, when they maybe didn't deserve wait, it. Wait, I mean, wait, that's wait, Liverpool's wait, carrot. Wait, like, wait, we're not going to get there. Though. Did Chelsea finish sixth or fifth that season? Sixth. Sixth. So then who... So Tottenham finished, what, fourth? Tottenham finished fourth. But... And then they f- failed to... And they went to not allowed in the Champions League. Right. Yeah. That was that was rude. <laughs> so, 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 so then what happens if Liverpool win it, Chelsea come fourth? It doesn't happen in... It, it doesn't happen that way anymore. Oh, because they allowed for the winner of the Europa League to advance to the Champions League, mm. there is a rule that you can have five teams from the same league in the competition. So if Liverpool wins Champions League, mm-hmm. they automatically qualify. And that would be the five teams, even if they finish outside of the top four. Now, so I'm then, not sure what would happen. So then, if, what if what if Man United win the champion, the, the Europa League? No, so what if Arsenal win the Europa League? I'm not sure. I don't know if six teams from the same league can be in, and maybe yeah, that would mean that the fourth place team, the fourth place team, yeah, would be out, which would be probably Chelsea or Leicester, depending. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. But may, six teams. You think they'd hmm. allow that? I don't think they would. No. But maybe they would have to. If Liverpool win the Champions League and Arsenal win the Europa League, but neither of them are in the top four of England, how then can we call the Premier League an overrated league? If teams who aren't even in your top four are capable of winning Europe's two biggest club cup competitions because it's only one season and Pep Guardiola has Pep Guardiola has already embarrassed this league that's why we can still call it an overrated trash league can you see the argument that people would make though no like scrubs from your league are able to win Champions League and Europa League no I can't I can't see the argument no I, you you need to think about this just in the off chance that it happens because people are going to come at you with it <laughs> <laughs> let, let them come if, if you allow Pep to win another three Trophies in England, man. League is trash. What's been on your mind, man? We got like 10, 15 minutes we could kill. What's been a topic that people have been on you about this week? Wait, wait, did you hear the whole Slavia Prague thing? Actually, no, I can't, I, I can't do racism again, man. I can't, I can't. Oh! Yes, it's boring, <laughs> man. Fine. Okay, what has, what has been on my mind? Um, to act like you didn't say anything up, while knowing that you had to cover your mouth, that doesn't Daniel, wash not, from me. I'm not doing this again. Like, it's a broken record. It is. It is. Like we we've been here. I will feel like a fool actually talking about this again. 
we've this is like the three billionth time that this has happened. So I'm like, no, no like, because then, then, then I'm, I'm being an idiot if I'm like, oh, well, you know, you did this and this is look. No, because you don't we, have to be shocked, happen. but it is worth mentioning that that dude clearly said something that he know that he knew he shouldn't have said. Otherwise, you wouldn't cover your mouth. Look, man, to stop know. people from seeing or hearing those what you people, said. they don't, they don't, they don't deserve a millisecond of my time. That's the key thing. They don't, they don't deserve a millisecond of my Rex. time. Um, you see, Atletico Madrid. <laughs> I have no idea where this is going. Did you know that Diego Simeone makes like eight hundred thousand a week? He's the he's he's the highest paid man manager in Europe, probably by like world, some distance. Like yeah. I think I saw he's on forty million a year or something like that, and Mourinho and I think Klopp are on like seventeen. So he makes like double what Klopp makes, which is which <laughs> is. Which, which is super odd. Um, so I think the, I think he makes almost double what Pep makes. I think here's Pep's the, around the thing, twenty. Because this is almost like we're not so, hating, by the way. We're not hating. Make your money, uh, Diego. Well, I'm I'm semi hating, man. Give so me I some of that it. cash, bro. <laughs> so my thing here is this is that look. If and, that's the money in management, have hope. I know I'm cutting you again, but if that's the money that's in management, I think we need to consider doing our UEFA badges just on the off chance that we're good at this. Loss is very dangerous. <laughs> it's 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 a very it's a very dangerous thing, and you know like. There are times when you know being loyal is good and can be, it can be helpful, but I would say too much of anything is bad. If you're too nice, that's a bad thing. You can you can be too too nice. You can be too giving. Does money count? What do you mean? What do you mean? Is too much money a bad thing? Do you yes, hundred percent. Because it, 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 it just fuck your mind up. Um. So for Atletico Madrid, they just view this guy as this amazing um dude who is the best that they've ever had and here's the the thing shout out to drake best they've ever had how do you know this is the best you can be when you've not tried something else like that's crap of like oh love at first sight this was my own true true love no one will ever be with the same well go to travel Go to other places, I'm pretty sure you'll find another woman just as good, perhaps even better. There is no such thing as the only one. So, for Let's Go Madrid, how do you know that if you brought in Emirates Yosari, changes the entire culture and the way these guys play, that you suddenly now actually plug the gap between yourselves and Barcelona and Real Madrid and manage to, to, to say what's up? Because if Atletico bottle this league, which I believe they will, with we watch football since like the early mid-90s. This is the worst Barcelona side I've ever seen in my life. So the the Romario era, Ronaldo era, Rivaldo, Dino, this is the worst Barcelona side I've ever seen, 100%. And this Real Madrid side, I think are one of the weakest. They're not bad, but compared to previous Real Madrid sides, they're one of the weakest. So you were pretty much giving giving his title on a plate. Eleven points clear. You had two games in hand. You pretty much had it on a plate, you know. So if you end up still not winning this, it will be such do such psychological damage to these guys. And it then begs the question: Why are you afraid of doing what I believe needs to be done? Which is that Simeone, you've you've, you've done great. Give us a 
league in 2014, gave us, I believe, two Europa Leagues and so forth, two Champions League final appearances. But we spent 120 million on Jal Felix, who, from what I can see, gets a 80, 83% on the eye test. So he's passed the eye test with flying colors. And I think he's definitely one of the best young players out there. He spends 120 million on him. Shouldn't you? And it's obvious what is happening. He doesn't fit well or flourish in this system. And I always say that if it's between the player and the manager, you always choose the player, specifically if it's if it's the superstar. Why don't you do what needs to be done? Simeone, thanks. We're not going to create a manager to now build this team around homeboy. But Atletico suffer from acute LS. And what is LS? Loser syndrome. <laughs> so... The, so wait, wait, L- no, 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 pause, pause, pause. There's already a disease called ALS. I don't think you can LS, use it. LS. You said acute, a, acute, L, A. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I just added that in. So, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, deep LS, whatever. That, but the, <laughs> it's, it's, it's called LS. It's called okay. LS, loser syndrome. So, loser syndrome is you have no ambition. You are sentiment merchants. And you're all about loyalty, faith, will always back you without actually making huge leaps. And Atletico Madrid suffer deeply from LS, loser syndrome. Is there another club you would say has this? Or is this just an Atletico issue? Tottenham maybe? Dortmund maybe? Tottenham? Dortmund, no. No. Because because Dortmund, your Bayern pretty much ripped all their players from you and so forth. What 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 could you do? But because you don't Napoli, maybe they're still trying. No, 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 no. I, th- I think for me, you could argue Tottenham suffer from LS. Tottenham, I'm not saying that suffer from LS. Arsenal, no, no, no. But let's go. Let's go. No, no. But they're the main guys. They they have it the worst. Like I think Tottenham have it mild. They they got it. I have my own syndrome, by the way, which. I think it's proven correct. It's called Golden Badge Syndrome, GPS. What the heck is a GPS? Oh, okay, okay, wait. Let me let me just finish with my LS. So, <laughs> so, 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 for Atletico Madrid, because it suffers so much from LS, it's going. These guys are going to stick with dude, and the sick thing is, you are actually going to choose him over Felix. Felix. Yeah, and Felix, which psychopath told you to sign a seven-year contract <laughs> which psychopath told you to sign a seven-year contract with a 350 million release clause his agent and his agent probably yo he who who who, wait, wait, who, wait, who, who is this club you got him to sign for seven years <laughs> and let's go paying that guy right now ah <laughs> uh. It's one of those. Um, I thought I saw a meme earlier. It was like a, it's like a, a a death contract or something, and it had like Felix, Wilfred Zaha, Jack, yeah, that guy from from Bilbao, I think. Jack Grealish, Inaki Williams, mm. I think Saul or maybe Koke has one of those that's like eight nine years as well. So I don't know, man. Atletico's a a weird club. I am intrigued by LS though. That's funny. Um, where's I gonna go? So wait, 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 what is GBS? Golden Badge Syndrome. Yeah, Golden Badge. It's like once you get the Golden Badges, something bad happens to the club. So I came up with this when uh, when Chelsea were having their trouble in 2015, like after the, after the Mourinho season. 
the club thought that because they were Premier League winners, and you know when you win the Premier League, you get golden badges with like the Premier League on it. So that's what I called it. Um, but you know the club was like, you know, we're not going to spend any money. You just won a, you won the league by like 10, 11 points, whatever it was. We'll give you Pedro. We'll give you Papi Gilabogi. We'll give you Michael Hector. We'll give you whoever those players were. But we're not going to spend the money on Pogba because the club gets brainwashed into thinking that they're good. But you're not good because everybody else is improving around you. But you decide to just stand pat and you'll get caught. And that's what happened with Mourinho. That's what's happening with it happened to Leicester after they won. That's why Ranieri had to leave. It happened with Conte after he won. It happened. It's happened in this season. With Jurgen Klopp, it's golden badge syndrome. It's, they have the golden badges on their shoulder, but the club gets brainwashed into thinking we're good, and they don't improve as much as they need to. That's that's my syndrome. I think LS is more interesting. Though. Did you see what happened with Juve and Benevento? <laughs> the guy that scored is called Adolfo. Gouch? <laughs> Gouch? <laughs> called, uh, his first name is, Check is this. Adolfo. Check this. I learned... Perhaps I didn't fact check this, but somebody will fact check. He's from Argentina and he's of German descent. <laughs> now you know what that that means. Perhaps that his parents or grandparents were with the whole yeah Hit, keeping Hit, Nazis and Hitler sort thing, of keeping and, them and, and a place where a lot of former Nazis went was Argentina. Yeah. So, because. Nobody names their child Adolf anymore. That's I think it might be a Gervais joke, but it's something I observed also. That that name's just kind of gone away. Like mm. you don't name your kid Adolf. You don't name your kid Judas. Like those names, we don't use those names. <laughs> just because nah. So to be Adolfo, like your your parents are trying to be slick and a little O there. But we know what this is. <laughs> so yeah, they lost to a dude named Adolfo. Until Inter Milan lifts up that trophy, I'm still going with ten in a row. So <laughs> they're stumbling at the finish line, man. It's it's like, you know, when Usain Bolt in the 2008 Olympics was running his hundred meters. Let's make mm. every ten meters a title. So they run out of the blocks. 10, 10 meters, twenty meters, thirty meters, forty meters, fifty meters, sixty meters, seventy meters, eighty meters, ninety meters. You got ten meters left. The decision for Pirlo is like Bolt deciding, I'm going to try to run backwards because I'm just, I'm just stunting on you guys. I'm ahead by however much. And then the last 10 meters, they just stumble and I don't know, he just breaks his knee or whatever the case is. Like, we were so close to 10 in a row. We wanted 10 in a row. When did we start this thing? 2016? Let me, I got to look at like the logo. Yeah, 2016. We've been calling for 10 in a row for like four or five years now. It's been, we got so close. Also, it was, no, no, but look. We, Not even we, sorry could ruin this. We can for still us. get there. We can still, look, we can still get there because don't Bias. count out Inter, but, but like, because well, I think they're 11 games to go. Don't count out Inter. Bayern, Bayern is our next chance. Okay. It's gone. <laughs> No, no, no. It ain't over until it's over, bro. They were like two steps away. All you had to do is not f*** it up, and they f***ed it up, man. Anyway, what else happened? Yeah, I watched PSG Lyon. Can I just say Mbappe looks really good? He's very fast, by the way. I know that's not, a, that's not news, but every time I watch him, boy. I'm like... Okay, he hit the ball ahead of, like, I think the, the Lyon would have been right back. He knocks it ahead of him. I'm like, okay, he can't go any faster than what he's running. 
and then you just wait just a little bit, and he goes faster. <laughs> it's like, no, he can't run fast. Oh, he can run faster. Oh, okay. And then he put it across, and, and Moise can, he, he didn't convert the chance, but I was just like, wow. Like, I, th- I guess Mbappe is not scared of his hamstring anymore because he's running quite quick. Um, Neymar came on for the last little bit, looked okay. Um, Leon, I'm disappointed in Leon, man. I was watching the game. I was hoping, like, okay, this is going to be the time I watch Leon, and they actually win. <laughs> but, wait, 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 but, but why? Why were you disappointed? Or were you expecting? Yeah, I was expecting a good game, but it wasn't. It was like four one after th- it was four nil. Then it went to four one, four two. Um, no, but, uh, if if PSG decides to to, to to show up, yeah, they'll they'll beat the crap out of anybody. To By the way, like, they just times where they just didn't know the Have to show you up. seen the kits that PSG wore? These things were disgusting. I don't know. You can't just put a Jordan logo on things and expect it to look nice. Like you can't trick me anymore with Jordan. Like you, when I was oh, 16, oh. 17, you could put anything with so the Jordan logo. The Jordan on logo. It. They still have the Jordan logo. It, it depends on the kit they use. Some have oh. Nike. Some have Jordan. But when I was like, like 16, 17, 18, you put a Jordan logo on anything, you could get me to buy it because Michael Jordan was, you know, God small G. Not anymore. You, you know, I don't know what that was that they had on. It was like pink purple tie-dye type print i don't know what that was but they put a jordan logo like nah chill um what else spurs do we talk about spurs losing to uh, their manager was in prison what team was this dinamo zagreb Look, the, the, the jokes that have flown have just been like like he was calling collects <laughs> that he was doing tactics from his his last phone call in jail because I think they allowed <laughs> one phone call and stuff. So look, it's, it's oh, man. Uncle Mu went outside, man. I saw I, he had like you you know it's bad for Mourinho when the, the reporter asks him one question and he goes on like a seven eight minute <laughs> just soliloquy, and that's what happened. So. Yeah, it wasn't good. Um, what else happened this week? Arsenal came back from 3-0 down, got a draw, which makes the top four race a little bit tighter because West Ham are playing a factor now that they otherwise wouldn't have been. Um, FA Cup, Manchester United were knocked out of the FA Cup by Leicester. Kelechi, mm. Iannaccio, for the last five minutes. What did you think? He's scoring goals for fun now. Like, uh, what's going on? It might be like five goals in seven games, or no. I don't know what the numbers are, but he's he's scoring freely. It's like when I first saw him, when I first when I first saw Ian at that show in the Under Seventeen World Cup. Did you guys hear the was pronunciation? Like, Did you guys hear like Ian Nacho is the Americanization, <laughs> but half over Ian Nacho. They give you that authenticity. Um, I was like, yeah, this is Nigeria's next. The big thing. It's been a while since Nigeria had this young starlet, you know. Yeah. But then, hence why I was like, look, if he's at City and Pep has earmarked him, he has to have something, obviously, because why, why, why would City want to get him? Didn't really happen for him at Man City or so forth. Many years. Yeah. And then I questioned when he went to Leicester City. Like, okay, to go from City to Leicester, that's it's a massive step down, you know. Um. Didn't didn't do too well at the World Cup. Didn't do too well at Nations Cups. I was like, all right, that's it. You know, he, he's done for. And I just assumed he was 28, 20, 29. Because I just, I just lost concept of time. 
So when he just went to this crowd and I was like, okay, school boss, hey, you're, you've already wasted your career. <laughs> so, oh, he's 24. But then it makes sense because <laughs> he was at the, the under-17 World Cup. So obviously when yeah. he was at City, he was like 18, 19, 20. He was, he was super young. So um, it's great. It's great because I think it's... So you have to credit himself because he is the guy doing it and he's the guy in training yep. and figuring out, okay, this doesn't work. This is what I need to work on and so forth. You know, are you listening, Balotelli? And mm-hmm. Rogers, mm-hmm. obviously, because for me, Rogers is a very, very good coach because that Leicester team, man for man, aren't great. They aren't great. And for me, they are overachieving. You know, that isn't a top four team based man for for, for man, no. So he's overachieving with them. And yeah, like, it's great to see that the guy is just like, he's, he's, he is slowly fulfilling the potential that he sort of promised at the Order 17 World Cup. I feel like I wanted to talk about something and then I forgot what I wanted to talk about. <gasps> Two things, very quick. Zlatan coming out of retirement to play for Sweden. Stupid. Fair enough. That's all I wanted to hear. And your thoughts on Kareem Benzema's form at the moment? Because we had the discussion last week or two weeks ago about me putting him two. This one is imagine if he wins a Champions League without Cristiano Ronaldo. This is what needs to happen. This is what needs to happen. Would you then put him on a level? This is what needs to happen. Somebody needs to pick up the phone. Whether Didi is the first to pick up the phone or whether it's Karim, somebody needs to just pick up the phone and just talk. Because for me, because, because yeah, I was like, because again, I was watching ESPN FC again and then Julian Laurent was saying that, nope, there is no chance. No chance. As long as Deschamps is manager, there's no chance that he's, he's going to play for, for France ever again. So I was like, okay, okay what is this thing? Because this has to be more than just the Valbuena thing. Then obviously, it was the interview where Benzema said that Deschamps has fallen victim to racist sections of France mm-hmm. and given it to them. And Deschamps said that, you know, once he said that, my family was threatened, my name was sold and so forth. And said, I will, I will never, ever for, for forget that. So I can understand. But pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. Maybe, maybe Benzema should pick up the phone, which, which he'll never do. But pick up the phone and just air it out. Talk about it. And, because you see... It's not about the Valbuena thing, no. It's about that. It's that's what it's about. It's it's, it's about pride. it's about yeah. two men and their pride at this point. But so that's, that's the thing, he's man. doing so. all this balling just for you to pick Giroud. I I've never understood that. Not not that Giroud doesn't have his place, but when I whenever I see Giroud starting in the France team, I'm just like, ugh. Because you know how much better football they could play if you put Benzema in the in the heart of that attack. Him combining with Mbappe and Griezmann and Dembele and just all the midfield, Pogba and Benzema, Linka, like the the football that they could play is just so much better than whenever it's Giroud or Martial or whoever they decide to play. You know, Martial has one goal for France <laughs> ever, like in life. Senior team, I'm sure he wow. did bits like you know in under 21, 23, whatever. One goal, I think he has 25 caps, but one goal. <laughs> it's sad. It's sad. It's one of the most annoying things about international football for me is Karim Benzema. But he's a baller from Madrid. So if he can oh, get no, them look, past Liverpool, if he can get them past He's one of the best players in the world, man. Look, if Benzema gets Madrid just to a final, I think I'll accept that as like an accomplishment. 
and not that it's just him doing it because they have a great team um, or pieces of what was once a great team. I'm not going to say Modric was the same level he was three years ago or Casemiro or Kroos etc. But, you know, if he's the person scoring the goals and you get to that position without Cristiano, that's, that's, that's a credit to you. Um, obviously, I know people say, ah, it doesn't matter if you don't win, but to me it does. This has been the Talking Tactics Podcast. We do this podcast every Tuesday. We thank you guys for listening. Much, much appreciated. Thank you, thank um, you, thank share you. Share the podcast. I forget to say this all the time, but, you know, if, if you like what you hear, share the podcast. Um, I, you hear have anybody sirens. That I hear sirens in the background. We got a jet. We got a jet. Uh, the Talking Tactics Podcast. We'll see you guys next Tuesday. Sometimes, sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always for the ball. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.